Welcome, Black Hollywood Live fans. On today's Fit Club, we talk the new Aspen Warning, Junk Food's Freshest Victims, and more with If Loving You is Wrong star, Jay Hunter. Stay tuned. You're tuned into Black Hollywood Live, the world's first digital broadcast network devoted entirely to urban entertainment and pop culture. Tune in right now. Welcome, Fit Clubbers. We are back. We took a week off, but we are back with If Loving You is Wrong star, Mr. Jay Hunter. So glad you joined us. Thank you for having me. Uh, amazing and great premiere last night, so uh, we have a lot to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, again, my great co-host, TK. I'm your host, Shaka Smith, and I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Ms. TK Trinidad. Uh, where can they find you, Ms. TK, online? You can find me on everything at TK Trinidad. And Mr. Hunter, where can they find you online? I am Jay Hunter. So, yeah, nice and simple. I am Jay Hunter. That was it. Like, yes, you are. It's like you're going to do a whole little monologue right there. <laughs> we got it. Um, we've got a bunch of stories to go over um, before we dig in a little bit more about what's going on with you. Um, but the first story was so interesting because now they're saying that you should not be taking daily low-dose aspirin to reduce your risk for heart attack and stroke, which completely floored me because this is something I've heard since I was a little... Like, it was just... What you do when you turn a certain age, you take daily low-dose aspirin, Mm -hmm. and they're saying at best it's a worst of money, and at worst it may cause internal bleeding and damaging. So this is kind of crazy, and they're saying they're basically better at treating the risk factors, hypertension, diabetes, and high cholesterol, so there's no need to kind of use aspirin to treat anything. Right. So, uh, you know, just hearing that makes me so curious. When you're, as someone into fitness, when you're dealing with all these different things that come out, these caveats of what we should be taking and not taking, how do you deal with it for yourself? How do you govern? It sounds right, but it's not working for me. Everything that they tell you, (laughs) I just put it aside and wait five years from now. (laughs) And then look at it again, because it seems like that's the thing. It changes every five years. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, they always tell us to do certain things, and, you know, you got to take it with a grain of salt. I mean, obviously, these people are studying, doing research, but there's always new things coming out. Um, For me, I kind of... I'm really in tune with my body, so I kind of like, kind of just listen to what my body's telling me. I know yeah. it sounds weird; doesn't actually talk to me like that. But <laughs> if I wake up in the morning, I feel funny. If I'm having, you know, my head's not feeling right, or if I'm sluggish, or you know, not my sleep hours are good, but I, I don't have the energy that I've been having, then obviously I'm gonna look at, okay, what am I doing? What am I eating that's different? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you know what? I read this article; it told me to eat X amount of this. Yeah. I don't think that's working for me. Let me throw that away. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And go back to what I was doing before. Yeah, I think too many of us are just like we we just get used to the ills of the body and not even mm-hmm. attribute it. Wait, input <clears throat> output. Something right. I'm taking in is causing this. Yeah, we definitely don't look at that. Like I remember um, when we had the time change. I think on the Monday, I was just my body was just like off. And I'm like, wait, what's going on? Am I, and I'm trying to break it down, and I totally forgot about the time change because now our phones do it all by itself. Yeah, so yeah, you yeah. even you just wake up and it's just, it's just another it's day. Just but your yeah. body's not on that, you know, on the phone type mm-hmm. clock. So then it's like, oh, okay, that's why. Yeah. So then I was able to, okay, this is the reason why, and then it made sense versus like, okay, I need to gar- grab something to make my body feel better. Yeah. So it's one of those things. And with the aspirin too, it's. Um, I know when I was injured, they had me on the eight milli- 800 milligrams, yeah. and I knew it tore out the lining. So to have even a small dose on a regular basis for a number of years can't yeah. be that good. So Yeah, and they're saying you know, it's, it's still good for people with high-risk factors. Like if you've had open-heart surgery, if you've had stents, or if you've already had a heart attack. But for the average uh, older American, do not take low-dose aspirin. But yeah, I was just shocked because of you know it just kind of flew in the face of so many years of what they've been saying. Yeah, yeah. you should just eat food and work out. Well, you know, it's really about the mind-body connection, kind of what you were saying. And now this new Harvard Heart Letter came out that said yoga is really good for enhancing heart health because it actually attacks the same sort of uh, 
precursors to um, to high like high cholesterol, hypertension, diabetes. And they're saying it really actually works on your rest and digest response versus your stress response, which is flight versus fight. And so yoga and meditation kind of really work to reduce some of this. And so did you find anything in your career that helped alternatively with, with getting prepared for whether it was a role or for football? You know, I never really got a chance to indulge in yoga. Yeah. Um, still time. Probably, probably should. <laughs> um, still time. But, uh, yeah, you know, one thing that I've noticed, uh, yeah, playing football is very, very high intensity. So your stress level does go up just because your body's like boom, boom, boom all the time. And... Uh, Sometimes it's good to still get the blood flow, but doing it in a relaxing way. I know yeah. it sounds weird, but there are things that you can do. Like for me, I would do a lot of exercises that are deal with like isometrics. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like something simple as let's say I'm doing a squat, yeah. but like no weight. Yeah. Just my body weight. And I just kind of like get into a squat position, just hold it a little bit. And what it would do, it it's not heavy. It's not something explosive. So my body's not feeling the stresses from it, but at the same time, the muscles are working, yeah. so then they kind of wake up, so all the muscle strands start waking up and stuff like that, and that's just an example, but I would do a lot of stuff like that, and I feel like it still gets the blood flowing, but my heart rate and everything is still like low and yeah. relaxed. And I think even that is like, you know, you tell someone 18, 20, hey, let's do that kind of workout in the gym. They're like, no, I want to lift heavy weights. Yeah. I want to pump and push. And so it's like getting that message out that you can actually get a good workout that's effective for your body and healthful for your body without having to necessarily put it under that kind of stress. Yeah. Yeah, I was the same way. Like, I didn't, I was not feeling the whole yoga thing they <laughs> offered to us in university. And it wasn't until I retired that I was just like, oh, now I see it. And it's just as hard, especially if you're um, like a technician as far as athlete or whatever, because you have to concentrate. Yeah. And you can't think about anything else, which is a good thing about yoga, where it's like, if you're thinking about what happened before you started yoga or what you have after yoga, then you're not going to be able to hold those positions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's very, I, I mean, I'm a believer of it. Yeah. And, and they say, you should come come down. Black Dog Yoga. Shout out to Black Dog Yoga. <laughs> so that's where I need to go. That's where I you need go. To go. Okay. Coach right, Jen- Jenny Brill. Tom, I'm just saying. Yeah, and you build muscle. And I think a lot of it is people think you can't build muscle doing yoga. You can't do certain things, but, you know, they're saying you can build muscle. Vinyasa yoga is actually rated as a moderate intensity exercise. Uh, And the flexibility. Yeah, and the flexibility and the balance. You should be able to touch your toes for the rest of your life. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And and, and that, that is actually one of the kind of predictors of early death. Um, is not being able to do that. So mm-hmm. um, so they're saying, you know, yoga's really good for this, so give it a try. And then there's different types of yoga, so if you try it, uh, it's not for you, try a different type. Yeah, they have trap yoga now. They have goat yoga <laughs> now. Yoga, yeah, really? they have trap yoga. They have goat yoga. They have naked yoga. They have all different variations of yoga. If you want to do yoga with Pilates, you want to do yoga with weights, there's yoga in the pool. There is... Whatever you want, it's there. <laughs> I did try uh, hot yoga before, oh. but it was like in the middle of the summer. It's like already 100 degrees yeah, outside. Probably. And they were like, we're going to do hot yoga. And I'm thinking like, yeah, it's hot. They're like, no, 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 you got to come check this no, out. Yeah. So I go inside this room. That's what, needless, needless to say, I didn't finish because it was already 100 outside. I was like 150 in there. I was like, yo, I can't even breathe. Yeah. I'm like, I get a stretch. What? <laughs> I, I, I've done hot yoga. And it, it defies the mind because you're like, this is something I would never, ever rest. Do but for living in LA and maybe I've been here too long, but it works. Yeah, hot yoga is for like the winter time in North yeah. Dakota. Okay, that's perfect. But, but you will drop weight quickly in that. Yeah, you will. <laughs> oh man. Uh, well, our next story is a little less healthy, but um, it, it looks like, and we talked about it on the show, is the epidemic of e cigarettes and vaping, especially amongst kids. And the FDA has now come out with some new numbers showing, at least in November, that. Um, 80%, um, 80, there's been an 80% rise in high school kids now um, 
vaping and 50% rise in middle, middle, middle school kids who are now vaping as well. And so I know that you have taught um, in high schools. Was it a problem you saw then, and were you able to communicate to kids anything about this? I think there was uh, kind of like a transition yeah. where, you know, at one point people thought smoking was cool, just regular cigarettes, yeah. and then this vape thing came out. And not only was that kind of like smoking still, but people were saying it's not bad for you. Yeah. So I think that was mistake number one. Yeah. Um, and then it, it, it gave the kids, like, more lead way. So I started to see that transition. You know, kids, man, you can tell them whatever you <laughs> It goes in one ear while the other seems. Yeah. But I, I think uh, what's really important with dealing with youth all the time is you have to live by example. You can't tell a kid to do one thing and you mm-hmm. do something else. Um, and not saying what we should be doing. But for me, I'm not a smoker. I, you know, I, I never vaped or anything like that. And I just kind of, especially being athletic and just um, kind of like connecting with the kids on that respect, um, I think it does affect them a- enough to be like, hey, well, you know what, I, Mr. Hunter, he's doing this, and it's, he's kind of cool. That, yeah. Maybe I don't need to, I don't need these uh, these smokes or, or these vapes right now. So I, I think it does help, but we need more of our role models constantly doing that and just instilling, like, like you know, living by example, yeah. you know, type of thing. And, and I imagine you're probably the teacher there and looked up to, you know, the teacher's jacked in the, in the room that's like... That, that, that does help. Yeah. <laughs> that does help. <laughs> uh, so what they're doing in Santa Clara County is they're enlisting some students to voluntarily speak to their peers. Like, so they're enlisting the students, training the students to voluntarily speak to their peers because they are learning by example, but it's a little bit easier when you see it from someone who kind of looks like you or mm-hmm. kind of resembles you. <laughs> TK I looks skeptical. I mean, if you're, it's, it's your peers, then it's going to be usually the, the atypical peers. And if you don't, if you don't side with them, yeah. because no matter what school you go to or pretty much life, there's always different sex. Yeah. So there's people that you, they might look like you, but they might not be but like it, you. But if it's someone from your friend group, you'd be like, oh, maybe I'll think about it. Yeah, they're from your friend group, but what yeah. they're not. Well, I mean, See, it's <laughs> you got to try, TK. You I know, try. but it's almost like you want to um, bring somebody like who's who's older or yeah. somebody who's in the public eye or social media or get stuff involved where, where kids go to all the time. Yeah. Because if it's somebody that I don't rock with, like if we're in the same class and oh, somebody yeah, I don't rock course, with, yeah. I'm like, all right, that's yeah. good for you, like whatever. So, <laughs> Well, I'm commending Santa Clara County for attempting to I know you are. I'm always on yeah. the opposite side No, of honestly, I, I do think that, you know, it takes a... It takes a village to, like, train a, a child. It really yeah. does mm-hmm. that. So all these different things, they're not going to touch every student. Yeah. But the more you do that, the more it starts to evoke the change. Yeah. So I, I think, yeah, like, you're right. Like, hey, they don't rock with this kid or they like, don't <laughs> like him for whatever reason. They're going to do the opposite yeah. kind of sort of. But if the if the parents are on a certain mm-hmm. on, on the wavelength, if the, the faculty, yeah, you got the, the administration. Yeah. Yeah. And they have the commercials you know, yeah. now. Commercials so are coming out. After yeah. a while, then guess what? That atypical student is now the cool student. Yeah. And now what happens is more and more kids be like him, and then they become role models as well. It's yeah. a trickle effect. Yeah, see, there we go. Thank well, you, thank you. Thank you, Mr. Hunter. Thank you. The teacher. Oh, now, now you're going to have them just weeks from now. <laughs> oh, speaking of targeting our youth, um, what's troubling is they're finding that um, 80, 86% of ads are being aimed at uh, black youth, junk food ads are being aimed at black youth, uh, 82% at Hispanic youth. And they looked at uh, 32 different companies, amongst them Kraft Heinz, General Mills, Hershey, Yum Brand, which includes KFC, Pizza Hut. So, And it's been growing since 2013 um, and now to 2017. And so 
this has been very problematic that they're really focusing on our youth and even the health spending. They're, they're about spending 3% on healthy messages and only 1% of that is reaching black kids and zero, almost 0% are, reach, are reaching Hispanic kids. And so I thought, how troubling is this for the minority community? I know you're very involved in bringing these minority stories to life and just how have you been able to kind of talk to minority youth, uh, especially as a teacher, and kind of give them that healthy message? Well, one of the things... Um not to, like, badmouth any of the school systems or anything like that, but one thing that I did notice, it was kind of a pro and a con. They started bringing this thing where they call nutrition yeah. into uh, the school system. So they, after, like, first period or whatever, they get, like, an extra 10-minute break so they can, like, eat some food, basically. But uh, some of these meals that would come in, I mean, they really weren't healthy. They might have, a, like, one fruit in there that was kind of cool. Like, it was, like, a miniature fruit that was, like, halfway grown. <laughs> but whatever. I understand there's budget cuts and all of that. But then there would be just other stuff in it that would be processed, like it, like it would be like a muffin cake or something like that yeah. that's like lasts for three years, honestly, <laughs> full of processed stuff, and it's no good for the kids. But we're calling it nutrition. Yeah. So I think one, again, we're in the educational system here, you're supposed to be educating people, you know what yeah. I mean? And I think that's kind of like a, a false uh, positive when you're like saying, hey, this is nutrition, but it's not really nutrition for mm-hmm. you. So that's that's number one. And obviously a lot of schools that I work with, they're going to be in, in, in minority um, uh, neighborhoods and stuff like that. So when I see that, it, it, it kind of, like, it upsets me a little bit yeah. because we're not doing the justice. It's like, oh, yeah, well, we put this money here, and now we're going to put money to this to this program, but the, the program's not proper. Not, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, I, I mean, I think a lot of it is political as well. Yeah, of course. Um, you know, these, these companies that that mass produces stuff, man. They're just trying to make money at the end. Oh, it sounds like a good idea. We look good. How much money can we make? Oh, yeah, by the way, this one is cheaper than that one. You know how it goes. Yeah. And we just got to be more proactive to, like, recognize what it is so that we can have a voice and to say, hey, and, and again, with the kids, you know, I would have these kids and they would, they think that, okay, breakfast now is nutrition. I'm going to eat breakfast <laughs> before second period yeah. and I'm getting a half of an apple because they'd be literally, like, that big. And this muffin, you know what I mean? It was like, no, that's yeah. not breakfast. That's yeah. a snack. And by you know, matter of fact, you probably shouldn't even eat, really be eating this muffin every day. <laughs> and how and how did you insulate yourself from these messages growing up? And even as an actor now, how are you insulating yourself from that the latest craze or figuring out? I guess you said wait five years, but when you get these messages, is there something that you're doing investigating to figure out is this for me? Yeah, you know what. I'd like to say that I'm a well-educated person because I worked in the school system and everything. But, you know, there's so much information out there, it can confuse you. Yeah. It really can. I mean, that's the yeah. truth. So you got so many studies, so many different things. I think we overthink it, and we just got to go back to the basics again. Mm-hmm. And you really got to be in tune with your body. Yeah. Um, but, again, if you don't really do much with your body, like I think for an athlete or someone who's very active, you your body needs that nutrition all the much more so you could be affected by the littlest thing. So, again, it just goes back to, yeah, as long as I'm active, I'm getting up early, I'm still doing my workouts and stuff like that. I try to be, have a good habit of my sleeping patterns, and then I can tell, wait a minute, you know what, I've been trying this thing, or I've got this new brand of whatever, orange juice, I don't know. (laughs) It's not working for me. Okay, let me cut back and try something else or go back to what I was doing. Yeah. Uh, Well, good advice, good advice, and what I, I want to know is how did you make this transition now from being this teacher and you know imparting this to these kids and then going into acting? Man, transition. Yeah. That wasn't easy. <laughs> <laughs> all right, first and of all. And maintaining your fitness throughout, you know, because it's like, what's the incentive? And then you're like, wait a minute, I want to get into this. You know, I, I know it sounds funny, but um, the whole time I was teaching, 
it was kind of like I was still like on a stage or in front of a camera. It was just instead of filming something fictitious, I'm dealing with these students every single day. You got to there's a certain way that you have to carry yourself, yeah. um, a certain amount of knowledge, a certain amount of professionalism. And at the time, that was I didn't get an audition every day. Like I was going to like teach a class, but for me, that was still like my prep. Yeah. And I and I and I really looked at it that way. And a lot of times, you know, with the lessons pl- lesson plans nowadays and different things that we have to, you know, bulletins come in. I mean, it's like cold reads, like basically. So I'm taking this and I'm, you know, <laughs> speaking with the class and I'm reading something I just read or just got 15 minutes ago. You know, right before class. So I, I kind of did that, and uh, I knew that once I would make the transition, you know, uh, obviously the Tyler Perry show, you know, blessed me with that ability to do that. I knew I always wanted to still give back, you yeah. know what I mean? So I was like, you know, I'm going to deal with kids for the rest of my life um, just in a different capacity. Yeah. Uh, so I think really what's happened is it's just kind of prepping me to understand you know, when we're kids, we think we, we remember when we were kids and like, oh, yeah, this is what I went through. And, you know, I'll never forget. It, and that's true. But guess what? New generation, new different new things are mm-hmm. happening. Yeah. And it allowed me to be immersed in it long enough to still be in tune to what's going on. Mm-hmm. So now when I go back to the schools, I remember I'm like, oh, yeah, you know what? Dude? Even like little things with the phone. We didn't have phones. You know what I mean? Yeah. Trying, we just didn't like, you know what I mean? And it, they, they were around, but yeah. every kid didn't. Not everyone was yeah, on it you know 24-7. I mean, yeah. I mean I, I don't even go back to how old I mean, beepers. You know, <laughs> the older kids have beepers. Like, you know what I mean? No, like, no, seriously. You know what I'm saying? So, like, now there's the kids' attention spans are so small. It's so short. Mm-hmm. And it's not their fault. Yeah. It's society. You know what I mean? We throw stuff at them left, right, and center. So now how do I keep their attention long enough to teach them anything that matters? Yeah. You know what I mean? So now when I go back, I know. I'm like, oh, yeah, when I was in the school system, man, it's like, these kids, they're not being disrespectful. They just can't help it. Yeah. And it's trying to, you know, reach them that way. And, and I would say probably, did all of your kids ask you for workout advice, I imagine? <laughs> you know what they, yeah. <laughs> you know, that, that and you know. Uh, really? They, they actually oh, Are you did, kidding? Yeah. This is your, you know, yeah, I'd be like, hey, what do I do? <laughs> Wait, <laughs> like what, a, but, um, what grades were they? I taught high school. Okay, okay, uh, that yeah, makes sense. Mostly, yeah. I, I, I don't know. For some reason, I was thinking elementary. You were elementary school teacher. Kindergarten so, cop. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I have to, and the reason I asked that question is doing my research. I saw you in the Steve Harvey show, and this guy comes out shirtless, and he's ripped to shreds. I'm saying, wait a minute. What did you do to prepare for this this appearance? I want to know. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> nothing? I'm just built that <laughs> wait, no, so, like, <laughs> Well, it could be, but then what's the diet? What, what does it look like? What does training look like for you? What does your nutrition look like for you to maintain this? You know, I... Because I have a sports background and everything, mm-hmm. I just that was a way of life for so long yeah. that I don't think I can function properly if I'm not like working out in some capacity. So I'm, I guess for now I've just kind of always been in shape. But yeah, the the day I had to be on like Tyler, uh, yeah. sorry, uh, Steve Harvey show, or even now like yeah. on our show now, there's just going to be some shirtless scenes <laughs> yeah. that you will see soon. <laughs> um, Do you get paid extra for that? <sighs> <laughs> I don't know how to answer that one. <laughs> In which way? Do I, you know? No, let me stop. Oh my, okay. That part. <laughs> no, I, honestly, I um, yeah, obviously, you're still gonna like try to do a little bit more. You know what I mean? Like two days before, I yeah. know I'm gonna be shirtless. I'm like, all right, I gotta do extra sprints. Yeah. But then I cut down. Like a little bit of um, liquids, like water, just taking a little bit, mm-hmm. a little bit less. So you do have like your sort like of go to regimen right before a scene, or you know, yeah, you know what like I, I do. I don't want to say that I, I do absolutely. <laughs> that's 
<laughs> not the truth. But to, there's people out there that know a lot more than I do. They yeah. really do. Uh, and some of the things that I hear from some of these guys, especially like the like real fitness models yeah. mm-hmm. and the stuff that they, they talk about, I'm oblivious to. Yeah. I was like, shoot, man. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't know, I don't know what I'm Trust doing. Me, from the fitness industry, I've tried everything. I'm like into every little fitness <laughs> hack. King into, of the thirst uh, traps uh, right here. Every, every day. Well, well, in fitness, obviously, it is sort of your bread and butter and then but even as an actor too like you still have to maintain that level mm-hmm. of fitness because it's the next job you know so uh, how how have you enjoyed your role um this season Oh man, listen, you guys are gonna be in for a doozy. Oh, hey, boy. Uh, I really, oh, Twitter was lit up last night or with it like Yeah, you, you know what? Yeah, up. yeah. They're really excited. I mean, we took a little bit of a hiatus uh from Aaron. Yeah. But uh yeah, we the episodes are coming up. There's just the things that happen just go more <laughs> and more and more and more and more in depth. And for my character it's kinda cool because I, I came on new to the show, so I didn't know much. My character is just being introduced to all these characters mm-hmm. and man, it just yeah. Really, Ian Glenn just gets wrapped in worse and like more and more. And he can't get out of some of the stuff that happens, man. You guys will see like real soon that yeah, it's a it's a trap for Some sure. Drama. That's true. <laughs> oh man, we, we're gonna have who's doing the after show for If Loving You Is Wrong? Gonna, I don't know. Yeah, we're gonna have you back on our after show. Um, oh yeah, right yeah, they cover it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, man, this is this has been a real treat. But we have Fit Club Five, something like we like to do, where we ask you five rapid fire questions, oh, and buddy. we just get your first your first response. So uh, TK, take it away. Uh, yes, no, no, maybe. <laughs> there you go. Um, All right, you got him now. Last person you text? Uh, my mom. Oh, that's so Safe answer. <laughs> Safe answer. I, listen, mom, I, it might not have gone through, but I, I, I was texting you. Because, you know, I haven't finished yet. That's all it was. Okay. So, yeah. Dream dinner guest. Dream dinner guest. Gabrielle Union. Mm-hmm. Favorite junk food. We just got finished talking about junk food. I got no peach. Ah. Peach. What? Yeah, peach. Peach. peach what? The, like the gummies? The no, non-organic peach. That's, that's your favorite junk food? That's, yeah, that's my favorite junk food. <laughs> wow. Okay. I don't know. That's, you said the first thing that I came out of mind. Okay, this is how he stays in shape and does yeah. nothing. Yeah. <laughs> that's a junk okay. Food. No, you know what? But I do like chocolate with nuts. Okay, so that was a better answer. I did, but that's not the first thing I thought about. I was like, yo, non-organic peach. Right yeah. no, no, non-organic peach. <laughs> yeah, non-organic. Oh that counts kind of sort of. No, not, not at all. Oh, man, <laughs> if you were on death row, what would be your last meal? <laughs> <laughs> if you're on death row, what would be your last meal? The peach. The <laughs> yeah, obviously. Peach, uh, you know, uh, probably salmon, wild caught, uh, some sweet potatoes. Wow. And some spinach. Wow. I'm going out, going out healthy in style, I mean, right? Got to, man. You know, I got. He's gonna, he's gonna go out the way he lived. Oh my gosh. Out of all the people I've answered, I just have to say your answers are the most bland. <laughs> oh my just, god. Just, hey. Just saying. All right, so the first thing I think of is bland stuff. <laughs> That's basically what you yeah, saying. I mean, what kind of role model is that? I mean, you want to say, you know if I mean? you're on death hey, row. Kids, I'm just letting you know. This is really me, okay? <laughs> you gotta live by example. You wanna eat healthy every single day. Your junk food should be peaches, oranges, apples, non organic. And when you want healthy, go get the organic stuff. Even if it's the last day. Even if it's your last last day. Your very last meal. You want wild-caught salmon, not (laughs) farm-raised. Man. Well, at least you got Gabby Union in there. Yeah, I mean, there you go. Something spicy. Last last one. If you you were to listen to one album for the rest of your life, what would it be? One album. Yeah. Nas, I am. Okay. No. Oh, oh, what? I thought you were going to say Beatles or... I thought I was going to... See... 
We just want to thank you for joining us uh, so much. It's been me. great having you, man. Got to come back. Got to find out a little bit more this season and uh, get some more workout tips yeah. from you, man. Yeah, definitely. Cool. Thank you for joining us. Oh, thank you for having me. Uh, again, guys, my name is Shaka Smith. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at Shaka Strong. And you can find me on everything at TK Trinidad. And you can find me at I am Jay Hunter. <laughs> I'll see you guys next week. Bland. <laughs> <laughs>